This is the ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your n- number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Hey, welcome, sports fans. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world, Fan Man. And we're glad to be back. You know, we had a little time off. I guess we took a little vacation. Yeah, we needed some vacation, Ray, because I needed to get away from you. Well, you know, it's, it's the thing that uh, <laughs> always happens. You know, you, what you think you get comfortable with one another, and all of a sudden you're too comfortable and somebody needs a break. Things started happening. So I went to uh, Lake Arrowhead in uh, San Bernardino in the mountains. It but was you beautiful. Know, you know what's so funny about living here in the valley is when you tell people you're going on vacation, it's like, okay, you live where it's warm. I'm man. in a vacation. The sun is always shining. Yeah. It's paradise. Where do you, why do you go anywhere? Well, because I wanted to go 5,000 feet up in the air. Yeah, when you go 5,000 feet up in the air, it's a lot cooler. It too. was hotter. It was warm. That's what most people would think. It was it was 95 degrees, 45 uh, in the uh, morning. It so, was nice. So, the, but they say the air is thinner. The air is thinner, but the lake you could swim in the lake. Well, well you, it was so it was so it was like 72 degrees. Well, I lake. guess you could swim in the lake here too if we had. Well, lake. if you had a lake, <laughs> you know, there's not that too many lakes. Anyway, welcome to the uh, show. If you'd like to call in, 866-472-5787. Again, 866-472-5787. We have a uh, big, big surprise to announce, and we're not going to announce it yet. We're going to keep everybody on edge, but it's um, somebody that uh, well, has so been. This is a surprise. Why are you yeah. saying? We're... Well, I'm just saying it's a surprise to let everybody know that it's a surprise. That there's a big surprise coming up. So. But if I know about it, we have it, a big announcement. Well, you don't know. I haven't told you yet. I mean, but if you're telling people, so I'm going to tell them. It's just a big surprise and a big announcement oh. that Voice America Sports will be will be initiating very shortly. Oh wow! Yeah, you're going to be really excited about How it. How come right? I don't know about it? Well, because uh, you, you don't. You because know, I d- decided that you. I'm you, always you, the last one to find. You're out always the last one, right? Always you, the last. Well, you know, one. I was the last one drafted. At, you, you know. were the last one drafted yes, in the draft, and you were the last one on the on the. But you played for eight years in the NFL. That's Anyway. Uh, we have a reporter who will be coming up very shortly um, from the um, uh, Tennessean. It's a newspaper in Nashville, Tennessee. And the reason he's calling in is because I heard him on ESPN this morning. and <laughs> He's talking about Pac-Man Jones. And since we're into this criminal activity of these players and players getting busted left and right, we're going to talk to the reporter. His name happens to be, if I can find the piece of paper, here it is. No, is this it? Where, where'd it go? Ray, did you steal that again? Well, I'm not, telling you, Paul. I can't keep Paul's anything to myself. Paul, Paul's calling in. Uh, Paul Koharski will be calling in in about... Uh, Championship. Th- Championship, yeah. Two, two, <laughs> in about a minute or two to talk about... Um, Pac-Man Jones and his problems, and uh, it's, it's going to be a very interesting um, time with Paul from the um, Tennessean down in Nashville. If you'd like to call in, 866-472-5787. Ray's not speaking. I don't know why. Well, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, we're going to call in. Uh, Paul's going to call in. We're going to talk about Pac-Man, you know, and, and, you know, it seems like what Jeff Fisher has said is Pac-Man is no longer an issue for him. He's, he, he's, not, he's done with him. Oh, so uh, he's not going to play as for a, the as Titans? A, as a really? head coach of the Tennessee Titans, right. Jeff Fisher has said, you know, guess what, guys? You know, that's not my problem anymore. i got a team that I've got to put on the field. I've got to deal with what I have here to work with. And Pac-Man, Pac-Man's issues are Pac-Man's issues at this time. Well, you know, uh, reading the article from what Paul wrote about, uh, you know, in today's uh, Tennessean, he, he's basically saying, you know, the guy's riding around in a, uh, in a Lamborghini, an orange Lamborghini in Tennessee. 
I mean, you don't even see Lamborghinis here in Phoenix, well, especially you, orange well, ones. Well, you know, here's the thing about it. You know, there was an, an article in the Wall Street Journal here recently, and, and, and the article was focused on economics and just young people and even adults understanding, you know, you know about finance and economics and things of that nature. You know, the, the fact that this young man is driving around in a Lamborghini, obviously he has enough money at this time to afford it. How much does a Lamborghini cost? Well, you know, you can get one for, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars. So that's a cheap one? Well, no. Used? Well, it, that could be a cheap one. That could be on a lower end. You that can go as high. You, I, mean, I mean, the way they get them done now, dubbed out and things like that, you could, if you want to spend a million bucks on it, spend it. Well, you know what? I, I think that, you know. But with, that's not the best way to use your money. Yeah, it, that is not the best way to use your money. Maybe he's using that uh, using that to pick up checks. Well, whatever he's using it for, obviously it was a magnet for the police. Because yes. they saw him I mean, in the car. You know car. what? The cops are really, uh, they know. I mean, I can imagine right now in the police station, they're probably saying, look, we got this guy driving around in an orange Lamborghini, and we're just waiting for him to make a move so we can nail him. And the cops are all out there looking for this guy. I mean, think about it. I've been in Tennessee. I've been in Nashville. It's a beautiful state. It's a beautiful city. But you don't see orange Lamborghinis. You just don't. Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, as a former player myself, you know, again, but my size was not necessarily one of which you would look at me and automatically assume that I was a professional football player. But then at the same time, you could look at a person. If you live in a city or state, perhaps maybe where there is a professional team or college or university team that's there, and you see somebody who is, let's say, athletically, mm. you know, kind of put together, then you might assume now if that person goes to get into a real fancy car, mm. you know, or in case, uh, you know, he has some, uh, you know, nice friends who seem to conduct themselves. Nice in such clothing. A way, you know, that, then you kind of put those kind of things together. But, uh, you know, Pac-Man obviously is a magnet. And, and like we said, we were going to have somebody who's going to call in and talk to us about it. And I think... Uh, and uh, we have Paul on the line from the uh, Tennessean, uh, Paul Koharski. Paul, I hope you're saying your name right. My name is Fan Man, along with Ray Ellis on the uh, Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice Market Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the uh, show. Nice to be with you. Thanks for asking. Thank hey, you, Paul. Paul. How you doing there? Very well, thank you. Hey, good. As they, as they say that, uh, you know, in fantasy football, you got to get your players' names right. So uh, how do we pronounce your last name? <laughs> Kuharski. Okay. I was right. Okay, championship. Okay. championship. <laughs> yeah, it's a little unconventional, but it, uh, it sounds just like it looks. Hey, it, it works for us, Paul. Hey, so, Paul, uh, give us a little inside scoop. I understand this morning uh, you were uh, doing your thing on ESPN, and uh, give us a little bit of insight on what's happening down there. Well, you know, troubled Titans cornerback, Pac-Man Jones, who's suspended for the season uh, because of an accumulation of off-the-field incidents that have embarrassed uh, the team in the league. Uh, again, in the news, uh, he uh, and in a way that would have been easily avoidable, and certainly isn't on par with some of his other offenses. Uh, he was pulled over in Williamson County, Tennessee, it's a, a ritzy suburban county. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask that question. South yeah. of Nashville, mm -hmm. um, he was driving his orange Lamborghini. He's a big car guy, and uh, he got pulled over because an officer recognized him getting into the car and understood through the grapevine of the police that he may not have had a valid driver's license. Uh, Mr. Jones had somebody break into his house in January, and when these same police investigated that and asked him for an ID to get his information, all he had was a, uh, a Georgia identification card, not a driver's license. Hey, Paul, I, so, I have a question for you. How do you buy a Lamborghini and not have a driver's license? Well, how, how, that's, how does that the thing, that, that's the thing he... Uh, he did have a driver's license when they pulled him over for this uh, Georgia driver's license. Oh, okay. And uh, so they cited him for uh, 
a violation of the 30-day rule where you have to get a new driver's license in a new state. Right. He also didn't have his registration, and he didn't have his proof of insurance in the car. So he's cited for three violations, uh, and he, again, has an interaction with the police. That would have been completely avoidable if he did what you or I or what any responsible person does in terms of updating their license and making sure that they've got the proper documentation in the dash of their car. All right, let me ask you that. That said, uh, obviously not some major deal like the felony charges he's facing in Las Vegas or in Georgia. And uh, his lawyer in Nashville, very upset, thought that the, the police officer was out to get him uh, had bragged about getting a chance to pull him over and, and didn't follow protocol. It created kind of a spectacle out of nothing. How do you think the fans feel in in Tennessee about this? They're absolutely sick of it. I'm getting ripped for writing about it as if it's not newsworthy, despite the fact that it's probably uh, on the web getting the most clicks of anything we have well, in the you... paper the last couple of days and getting the most comments attached right. to the online versions of the story. But uh-huh. people in Nashville are sick and tired of him. And uh, while the Titans are reluctant to cut ties with him, in part for financial reasons, uh, you know, somebody like me that's been tracking a lot of this, uh, it'd certainly be nice if this was happening to Pac-Man Jones suspended NFL player and not Pac-Man Jones suspended Tennessee Titans player. That is a little partiality there. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, Paul, we, we we've been talking about this. We have a we have a website, and I can't uh, find what website it is, but it, it lists all the uh, criminal activities of the NFL players. And for some reason, over the last uh, several months, there's been quite a bit of uh, activity going on with these players. What do you think's out of line here? I mean, Pac-Man Jones is a very good football player. He makes a ton of money. Uh, the the fans respected him because when he's running up that field, uh, you know, he puts those jets on. Man, look out! It's just amazing that these guys are like they're is there, what's going on from your side of it? i mean how, what do well, you see that's wrong well, the, with these guys well the league's cracking down on it and and raising the stakes discipline wise and while the majority of the players in the league who are well-behaved normal citizens are are bitter that their their name and the reputation of their job is being tainted by these guys uh, I, I think and, and from my experience not just with pac-man jones but with others that a lot of these guys uh, who come from, from a very tough neighborhood like Pac-Man Jones did are surrounded by people who have uh, functioned uh, in some degree as enablers for him. Uh, well, let, you know, let me ask you. People have Paul. looked the other way or accommodated him for much of his life because he's going to be a superstar millionaire athlete. And, and because of that, he hasn't had to conform to the same rules of of simple social behavior that you and I and and most people do, and so that it gets him in trouble when he's in confrontations far too frequently. Well, let me just say this, Paul, uh, and I don't know if you know my background. It's really irrelevant, but maybe somewhat relevant. I'm I'm a former player, and now I'm part of this. I I guess I've got to say I'm a part of this this media specular that is kind of going on. You're in the media now. But, But let me ask you something. Why does the media spend more time focusing on the negative activities of players and not give the positive activity of the players just as much uh, airtime. Well, who, who's out at the airport covering all the planes landing safely? That's, Nobody. That's not the story. The story is the plane that doesn't land. You know, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that these gentlemen in the NFL, many of whom I have a healthy professional uh, relationship with, are behaving as they should, uh, as I would expect my next-door neighbor to, as I hope to behave myself. 
is not cause for parade and cartwheels and feature stories most of the time. Well, why don't you? But, but why don't you give that guy? Why don't you give that guy just as much airtime? Way is news. But wait, why don't you get? You don't think it's any? Nobody's interested in the positive things that are happening in society. No, certainly, certainly, and and we write our share of positive stories. But if Vince Young is going on Tuesday to talk to a group of kids at the Boys and Girls Club, well, quite frankly, that's probably what Vince Young should be doing on a Tuesday during the NFL season. And I don't find it cause for a special event, generally speaking. Now, you know, why do you I'll feel do Vince Young should be doing well, that? Why do you think Vince who, Young uh, should is, be doing that? Has a good cause and has put together a good event. But if a guy's writing a check to charity. I hope everybody's writing a check to charity, and, and I don't think it's cause for uh, for a parade. But wait, wait. Why do you think he should be doing that? And if you think he should be doing that, then why don't you think the people want to hear about that and see that? Because you've already said to us that you're getting crap from the people down there in Tennessee because you're still talking about Pac-Man Jones. I'm getting crap for it right after they finish reading every word of it. You know? So they need to make up their minds. If they're not so interested in it, why is it the most read thing in the newspaper? Hey, Paul, I, think, I think people want to know about it. I think people, uh, but then are embarrassed to admit it. And again, I'm not saying I, let's never write positive stories about guys doing good things. But I am saying let's not go to the opposite extreme where we congratulate people uh, who happen to be NFL football players for behaving as they should be expected to behave. Hey, the hey, story Paul. is when somebody strays very far off of what is uh, expected and acceptable behavior. Hey, Paul, uh, Steve McNair, and I don't know, he was charged with a DUI, even though he wasn't uh, driving and wasn't drunk, and he's finally, you know, they got he got off of that. How, how, was that written up in the Tennessee papers in regards to Steve yeah. McNair? Because yeah. he was a former Titans coach. I was there two days ago. Uh, it was a DUI right. uh, by owner. His brother-in-law was driving his truck. His brother-in-law got charged with DUI. Right. And in Tennessee, there's a law that you can't, uh, you're, you're responsible for who's driving your car. Uh, so McNair was responsible for an inebriated relative driving his car. Uh, his brother-in-law pled, uh, plea bargain to a lesser charge, reckless driving. And mm-hmm. as soon as there's no DUI on the driver, then there can't be a DUI see, on the owner. Okay, but see, here and we so go McNair's again. See, here, here's what the media did. The media directly went after Steve McNair and said Steve McNair was drunk. Uh, drunken, disorderly conduct, and all this stuff, which basically he was just sitting I, in I the car. I didn't hear that anywhere. That's completely inaccurate. He was not drunk. He was not driving that, the That's car. exactly right. If you read the report, it said the, he was charged the, with DUI. You certainly saw nothing indicating otherwise. So <laughs> I, I don't disagree that in the internet world, some of these things get skewed and misreported. And in that sense, I'd say if you want the best Tennessee Titans information you could get, you go to the paper in in Nashville. And if you want the best uh, you know, New York Yankees information you can get. Right. You go to the paper in New York. Right. Let me. Hey, to, hey Paul. To the store. Paul, let me ask you a question. How do you think the Titans are going to do this year? I think they're going to be pretty bad. Uh, take a back step. They they lost uh, talented, skilled players, and Vince Young's not going to be able to do this all by himself. And they were the thirtieth or third, the worst defense in the league last year. And Pac-Man Jones, for all his troubles, uh, was one of the best cover cornerbacks in the league. And you're taking him out of the equation. Right. on Sundays, which is the one day of the week you needed. Right. Well, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals because we're based here in Phoenix, and uh, the show is ba- mainly about parts of the, N- the NFL and also the uh, the Arizona Cardinals and how bad they have been for the last, uh, you know, 40-some years. Uh, they have never won anything instead of doing, going to a playoff game once in 1998. Yeah, but I think they're going to – I think this year they're really going to turn things around. Hey, Paul, you got any uh, any, uh, any I'm, I'm excited about the Cardinals, and I'm excited about that division. I think the Cardinals – 
I know the Cardinals and the 49ers are popular picks to uh, to have breakout years, and I and I I'm on board on both of those. I think San Francisco is really uh, I like Mike Nolan. I think they're going to be good, and I like the direction Arizona's going. I think Matt Liner's going to be a heck of a player. It's about time. It's, uh, I've been here 19 years looking at losers and uh, changes of coaches constantly, and the fans here are so fed up. I don't know about uh, Tennessee, but here it's all every you know we get spun every year about in the media how great they're going to be and they're going to do this and they're going to go to the playoffs and they're going to be this and that. We build a new stadium, spend 500 million dollars, blah blah blah, and they still lose. So yeah. you know, I, here I'm people the- are spoiled. Because uh, the first year as the Titans in 1999 in their new building, they went to the Super Bowl. That's right. So this city feels entitled for uh, at least a playoff run every year. And yeah, they're not I... real big on the rebuilding stages teams in right now. Right. How come they haven't kicked uh, Fisher out? I mean, I always liked Fisher. Fisher was great in Philadelphia as a defensive hey, coordinator. But, you know. Fisher would, uh, you know, there are a lot of teams expected to be in the market for high-profile coaches next year, Washington, uh-huh. Dallas. Cleveland uh, and and Jeff Fisher would be high on the list of candidates. Uh, he, he's in the last year of his contract. I'm expecting them to iron out a long term deal with him over the next few years. I, you know, he would have been coach of the year last year if not for uh, for Eric Mangina and a couple guys who did brilliant jobs with playoff teams. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, this team was 0 and 5, and it, had they won on the final Sunday, they would have gone to the playoffs. Uh, the Vince Young era Titans are going to get to the Super Bowl a lot faster if he's got continuity in his coaching staff, and I think ownership knows that. It'd be mm. a mistake. They're not going to do better than Jeff Fisher here. He, he's been with the team through ups and downs, but he's a known commodity, and he's a pretty solid coach. Hey, Paul, what's the, what's the morale of the uh, players there uh, in terms of their support for uh, what's happening with Pac-Man? Are they, are they uh, kind of fed up with it as well, or uh, can you give us some perspective on that? Well, they're clearly sick of it. Uh, you know, if, if you're a guy going out to get a gallon of milk for your family and you're recognizing the supermarket, it's got to be frustrating that the, the, the question, the first question a fan is going to ask you is about Pac-Man Jones, a guy who's not even, you know, with you in the off-season program or at practices are going to be allowed in the locker room except for one day a week. So they're sick of it on that front, uh, but they don't say so so much. Uh, they try to be supportive and, and, and all of that. Uh, but I think it's certainly been a large-scale distraction, and, and it takes a lot of the focus off the kind of things we were talking about early, uh, good guys who are building chemistry and working towards something. Very disappointed, the offense, to lose Travis Henry in a contract dispute. He's with Denver now. He was a real revelation last year, and, and a big part of why Vince Young was able to have a, a solid rookie of the year season was because Travis Henry was running so well behind him and the Titans are now sifting through a couple of options to find a replacement for Henry, who they let go instead of paying a, a bonus of over $8 million. Well, that, that certainly sounds like something that we're going to have to deal with here because, uh, you know, even though I'm new in the area here, you know, I, I'm looking at this team here, and I think one thing that we definitely need is we need a young running back, you know, and uh, we're, I think we're going to struggle with our running game, but uh, – uh, we, like you, have a good young quarterback, uh, not by the name of Young, but... Uh, by the name of Leinart. I disagree with Ray and on that point because I think Edron James still has it in him, and I think our offensive line has been so bad, and they really sucked over the years. And I think that the uh, you know, Weisenhunt's you know, going to change that offensive line so James can get out there and start up. Well, you got an unbiased opinion here with Paul. Paul, what do you, Paul, what do you think? There. You know, first get the offensive line, then you see what you've got at running back. And it's not that hard to find running backs to plug in. You know, if they didn't get one now and Edron's done, you, you could find a, an effective NFL running back second, third, fourth round if you've got a line for him to run behind in a passing game that, that keeps defenses honest. 
So who who is the surprise team that you uh, look forward to coming out this year? Uh, who who's under the radar that you think is going to really surprise some people this year? Well, I don't know if San Francisco qualifies as under the radar, but that, that's my team. I, I really liked what they did last year as they found uh, Frank Gore. Uh, their conversion into the three four defense of Mike Nolan is is nearer complete, uh, and I think he's a good coach with a good coaching staff, and and that they've got uh, some up and coming talent. So I like the Forty ers to, to really make a mark in the NFC, which is wide open. And uh, I, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be the, the story on the other side of the ledger here. I think things are going to implode there uh, with this quarterback. On yeah, they got a quarterback and controversy, don't yeah. they? Defense, defense and, and their running game isn't going to be enough for them, and I, I think this may be Jack Del Rio's last season. You think Jack's got a quarterback controversy down there, or you think he's already he knows who his quarterback is? Well, I mean, he said that it's Byron Leftwich, but he hasn't proved himself worthy of his draft status yet. And, uh, you know, the quarterback clock only ticks so long. Uh, and then they haven't done a good job of getting him uh, receivers who are effective on a consistent basis. Uh, I think uh, it's just that maybe we see Dante Culpepper surface there, but he may not be ready to contribute yet either. So uh, I think I that know. would just it's, add to the controversy. I thought Del Rio yeah. was in over his head in this deal for a while, and I think maybe this is the year it all comes crashing down. Okay, Paul, so we're going to have to go soon. Who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl here in Phoenix? You know, I have a hard time going against the Patriots uh, the last several years, and I think, uh, you know, they've made some big moves that are going to make them the favorite in the AFC. Again, I really, really was in love with San Diego last year. Uh, they may be the most talented team in the league, but I, I'm not a big uh, I, I, you know what? the saying, moves uh, that they made. Uh, and I think Indianapolis's defensive uh, losses are being uh, underestimated. I like the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't know against who. Okay. Well, Paul, thank you very much for calling uh, into Voice America Sports. We really appreciate it. This is a worldwide broadcast, so um, keep on listening to all your friends in, uh, in Tennessee. We do have a big surprise, a big announcement coming up in a couple weeks, and I think a lot of uh, the fans of the Titans will be very interested in talking to this this uh, big surprise that we have. Anyway, uh, Paul Korhowski from the Tennessean uh, newspaper in uh, t- Tennessee that covers uh, the uh, uh, Tennessee Titans. Paul, we appreciate you being on the air. You're listening to Voice America Sports on the Ray Ellis Show. My name is Fan Man, and we'll be right back. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. 
Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. Uh, it's uh, a fan man on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Talk Show on the Voice of America Sports Network. I think it was that music put you to sleep. Yeah, it kind of put me to sleep. I kind of got kind of confused and whacked in the head. Anyway, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show. We just got off the phone with a reporter from the Tennessee and talking. Yeah, you about made that guy upset. I did. I pissed him off. I don't well, care. Why'd you do what that? What do I care? Why'd you do that? I did it because I want to hear people get pissed off. I, you know what? He writes about Pac-Man and the people in Tennessee. I asked him. I asked him point blank. You know, and he goes, "Yeah, they're all pissed off at me. Everybody's." ragging me because they keep it up and keep it up and keep it up. You know what? Pac-Man, if you're listening to this show, you want to drive your orange Lamborghini with a driver's license, you're going to get the same shit that happened to Paris Hilton and everybody else. You're no better than everybody else. You put your pants on, your underwear on like everybody else does, get your stuff together, and now you're out of the NFL for a whole year. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're, when, you reach you, that stat, when you reach that status and you're in a town where people know who you are, you got to walk a straight and narrow. Yeah, arrow yeah because, it's small you know, town. Yeah, and people are going to be looking for that. Somebody wants to make a name. If you're right or wrong, if they got an opportunity to make a name for themselves off of you, is going to do it. Hey, Pac-Man, you're listening to this show. Call him right now. We would love would love to talk to you. I mean, you know, this guy was all over your stuff, man, all these problems. all the, If you're listening to the show, give us a call. Uh, you have nothing else to do. I mean, you're at, you're not going to play anymore. You don't have to get worried. You don't have to get worried. Uh, get, get set up for uh, some for additional PR for him, right? You, you, you mean, maybe you should go in the entertainment world. That's what you should do. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. He's entertaining on the football field. And we're now, entertaining you know, like, people by talking about now him. Now right he really now. pissed me off because I can't watch him play. I can't watch him go like Pac-Man. Well, what's his other thing? Anyway, here. the number is, uh, hey, Pac-Man, if you're listening, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. Now, here's another bonehead. The Broncos, the defensive end, Peterson. His name is Kenny Peterson, will miss the first four games of the oh, season man. and suspended without pay for violating the NFL's steroid oh, policy. Man. Is he going to be the next one that chokes his wife and cuts all uh, oh, people man. off? I mean, no, wait, what wait, are they, wait, wait, what's wait. wrong with these people? Okay. Don't they know this yeah. shit's bad for them? And you know, and, and you know what's, what's interesting about this is many, times, her, many times when you get 
people in the media who have, you know, some relationship with people. It's kind of difficult so you know him, to right? broadcast. Yes, I know Kenny very well. Okay. And and yes, that's a bonehead mistake that he's made. And and I, I, I've known Kenny since he was a, a high school football player, and I never knew he was on steroids. And, you know, I don't know if it's just a one-time thing. I don't know if it was multiple times. But obviously, whatever it was, he's been caught. Listen, guys. You know, you're making a great living. You're making an awful lot of money. You're in the public's eye. You're not going to get this job anyplace else. This is the only National Football League that's out here. They have rules of regulations of which you have to follow. Don't do this stuff. Don't do this. And you know what? Also, reading the story, uh, he's on the steroids, but also, and related substances, but didn't specify what he had done. So it could be anything. Black tar heroin. No, it, you know, it's, 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 I guess it's a performance enhancement, you know, and, and, and again, he's, he's one of the bigger guys, so the big guys, I, I guess they're doing this stuff, you know, as, uh, you know, as they believe they need to do in order to compete with one another. I mean, this guy's going to have health problems down the road. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. Listen, you know, as a defensive back, you got to compete. When a big guard or tackle comes out to hit me, I got to hit him at my size. He's two but, or three yeah, times. Yeah, you did that. Me. They weren't doing steroids well, in the eighties. Yeah, were everybody's been doing steroids. Right, I, well, then I'm a, I, I sit there in my little clouded world. Then I, 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 you know, I yeah, see you're a fan. You're a fan. You hey, guys you know don't what? know. I this. see guys in the supermarket here where I live in Awatuki. I live in Awatuki, Arizona, which is part of Phoenix, and I a lot. Of, it's a well-to-do area. That's right. I make a lot of money. It's upscale. Anyway, I see these guys, and they're, you, you know they're football players as soon as you see them. I mean, they're huge. Well, listen, they're big guys. It's many times it's because they're spending time in the gym. You know, you can look at somebody who spends time in the gym. And look at my muscles. Make... Look at that. You can't imagine if I worked out. Yeah, you spend a lot of time in the gym, oh, too, yeah, right? Oh, you can see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right. You're probably yeah. like an offensive guard. No, I, I go in the gym with a pack of cigarettes, you know. Anyway. Well, listen, they used to do that back in the day, too. They just, you know, there's certain things you can and cannot do, and steroids now you're not allowed to do I it. I mean, look at what happened to that wrestler a couple weeks ago. He uh, killed, he uh, strangled his wife. He strangled or smothered the kid, and then he hung himself. Huh? Well, well. I mean, you know what? They, these people are fucking thing, crazy. But they're saying all this is attributed to the. Again, we got a PG no. show. Oh, uh, it's a PG show. This is show, all yeah. attributed to BB. you know the use of these drugs with our uh, mind altering you know drugs. What's well, mind altering drugs? So what happens is he he took the drugs so he could be he could make more money and then he and then he and then but he had strained a strained relationship with the wife anyway. I mean, there's a lot of problems probably because of the damn drugs. Well, let, let me ask you something. Okay, you you watch that wrestling or whatever that is. I don't watch that shit. Okay, but. If you see it, if you just happen to turn the channel, yeah. When you look at that, would you say the majority of those guys are not on steroids? I would say they're they're probably on steroids because of the way they look. I mean, their muscles are coming out of their bodies. That's exactly I mean, right. That's what so, steroids do you, do. would you would you think that's something that that sport condones? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, then obviously they don't care. Well, obviously the people who own the World Wrestling Federation don't give a flying rat's ass about these people. The they ones who care. own it, but guess what else? No, they don't care about these guys that are wrestling, and these guys that are wrestling don't care because they want to make the money and be superstars and walk around saying, "Look at me." I saw one of them in Vegas. I'm telling you, their egos are through the roof. I mean, you talk about the NFL. These guys are twenty times worse. Well, I'm going to say something because we're going to get back onto the NFL, and I'm going to say to you that very no, similar. But let, let's talk about this as it relates to the sport because there are people that are interested in watching the sport and they are competitors themselves and they want to win. So therefore they want their team to win. And guess what? They don't really care 
to hear about somebody being on steroids while that game is being played. No, they but don't. once the game is over, over and their team wins or loses, now they want to know the steroid report. And then guess what? Now all of a sudden they're going to be critical. Now, I think that's a little hypocritical. It is if hypocritical. you want to get it out of the sport, get it out of the get sport. It, it if should be no out good, of all sports. Get it out. Get Not just so it benefits your team. No. I don't want it to benefit my team. I don't want it to hurt the players. I want them to be in the best health they possibly can be so that they can be role models and go out and talk to kids and tell them, listen, you, when you see my body, this is all natural. This is me. I right. go to the gym. I spend the hours you need to I spend. I work out. I work out. So I wait, you run. Know what? Let's, let's get into this. Let's say, okay, you're still playing for, in the NFL, right? And you're working out. You, you're a good family guy. You know, you're doing your thing. Uh, you're not doing any drugs. And you, I mean, you do, your, you do exactly what you're supposed to do. And then you're up against this other guy who's coming in, and he's trying to get your position. And he's on steroids, and you don't know it. And this guy's built like a monster. And here you are just going to the gym, and then you get cut from the team because you couldn't keep up with this guy because he's on steroids. And then they find out down the road that he's on steroids, and then he gets kicked off the team. I mean, I don't... I don't understand what's going on here. But because it's always doing? been there in the sport, you well, should take it out of the but sport. But you've always had to compete against guys who were using performance enhancing That's drugs. That's not fair. But, but it maybe if, if it's fair or not, you know that. You know it exists. You look at the guy. I mean, an offensive tackle, when I look, I, he looks at me, he, I look at him, and he looks like a strong safety, you know, in, a, in an offensive tackle's body. You know, right. he's wearing the same size, you know, right. pants, waist well, size, and I'm wearing, but his right. upper body is like this. This is like this, right? What am I going to say? What am I going to do? I got to compete against him. I can't go say, well, he's on steroids. No wonder he's knocking me. See, on now, my I'm ass. So, now I'm starting to look at the NFL as being totally unfair now because they this this drug thing has to stop. It has. They have to put a. A, a flat out. This is not about racial discrimination or anything else. It's about playing fair. And fair is is that you get on that field, you work out, you go to the gym, you do what you got to do. You're an NFL football player, and there's no drug. There's no drug controversy whatsoever. And if you do get caught on drugs, my feeling would be you're out of the game. Well done. It, well, because it, it, it relates back to children. It relates back to role play. You know, people that look up to the NFL players. They need to get rid of the drugs. Period. Well, I mean, there should be it's, no it's, question about it. It's not something where, oh, it's my freedom. I can do what I want. No, it's not fair. Well, it may not be fair, but it exists. They're doing the best they can. I believe. I believe. You know, if you get, I believe if you get caught on surge, you should be kicked out of the league. Yeah. Period. Well, I mean, you know what? And here's another one. Here, here, this just just came on off the wire. Here's another one. Charles Rook, uh, Char, Chargers, San Diego Chargers rookie. His name is Anthony Waters. Was charged with hitting a man who threw a rock at his car on a highway. He's 22 years old. He was arrested last week on simple assault and battery and released on a thousand dollars bail. Well, what do you? What would you have done if somebody threw a rock at your car? I'd probably go after him too. Okay, but I they, wouldn't hit him. Would they? Would they write about it in the paper? Um, uh, no. Yeah. See. No, they wouldn't because I'm a nobody. Yeah, but it's but it's newsworthy as this guy. It's said. newsworthy of this That's guy. That's what Paul said too, right? Yeah, Paul said the same thing. Right. This right. is in other words, if this guy went to a McDonald's or to to help a to help a charity out, nobody nobody would say okay, anything. Okay, speaking of charity, let's let's talk about something on you know something. The here. Arizona Cardinals. There you go. And they're doing something good. Am yeah, I right? They're, they're going to participate in the second annual Lids for Kids. Well, see, see, now that's something good. Let's talk about that. Are kids going to be able to go there, get autographs, get a hat, meet some players, get some autographs, those kind of things? Yeah. And isn't that newsworthy? That's newsworthy. See, you don't hear anything about that. Yeah, you don't hear about it. But see, you know what? But people want to know about that. Those fans want to take but their see, kids you know, out. You know what? The, the Arizona Republic and the newspaper, the newspaper right here, the Arizona Republic should, you know, this is on their website. This is where we got it from. 
But it was, I didn't see anything in the paper about it. See, they should be on the news talking about talking this. About these people go to these stadiums, as you said. They've been putting this twist on it for years. They've been spinning it for years. They've That's been a spinning twist. It's a spin. Okay, they've spin, been spinning spin, it for spin, years. Spin, spin. But listen, they want to know that those players are going to be there. And that's free, am I right? They don't have to pay there. Mm. Those kids are going to be able to come. They may have to buy the hats, I'm sure. But, you know, what are the chances they get to see Matt Liner someplace else? Well, they're going to Children's Hospital, Phoenix Children's Hospital. Well, 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 that's a children's. Now, see, that's even different because you, now you've got people in there. You've got kids in there that are suffering from cancer. You know, some of these kids, you know. Well, here's a kid who's nine years old, uh, been receiving treatments uh, since she was diagnosed with leukemia. See, so a former cancer. Yeah, we're here with Hannah 45 days at a time for the Cardinals to stop by. It's really awesome. It just helps them pass time and get through what they got to get through. So, you know what, this should, I think this was this might have been on TV. I, I was out of town. But the, the point of it, the matter is, is that the good things that the players do should really be on the front to solidify the uh, the fans and to say the fans, you know, they're really doing good things instead of talking about Pac-Man Jones, which we are in the wrong here because we are talking about it on yeah, a well, consistent I just, basis. Well, I'm getting tired of it. We're I mean, talking we're, about I, it because Paul was on the show, but one thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to ask Paul and all the other people in the media, and I want to start doing it as well, is I want to at least level the playing field. Let's at least, you know, dedicate as much time to talking about the positive things that right. the players are doing as we do with the negative things. You know, and I agree. Listen, I've been a young man before. You know, and I, so I, know we, I. I made a lot of mistakes. mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. So I'll I, be the first one to admit it. Right. So if, I, it, if it's newsworthy, good. But when somebody's doing something good, let's talk about it. So listen, and I know many times there are players that do things in which they just want to do it because of the, the kindness of their hearts, and they don't want any PR from it. But we need some positive PR because the young man. I got a 14-year-old son. Yeah, he looks up. Thing, the only thing he's right. hearing about is negative things in the media about athletes. Then what do you think he's going to try but to emulate? You know what? You know, you know, you know, right. Everything in the media is negative because negative gets ratings. When you speak about something good, if Paris Hilton was to go someplace, well, no, not her, because she's such an idiot anyway. They're going to they're going to go after it because, but they're going to make fun of her if she wanted to go do something really good for somebody. They'd be all over it. But if it's somebody else in the NFL or somebody in the NBA that does something good, and a lot of players do. Leonard was just doing something a couple weeks ago. He was somewhere. I mean, I don't have the exact information, but people do do good things, but you never hear about it. All you hear about is the bad stuff, and that's what gets the ratings. Well, you know what? Here's something that's good. Just, period. Uh, if I did something bad to get the ratings, I'd be splattered over TV. Here's something good. Jerry Jones is actually going to be the presenter for Michael Irving, you know, doing his induction ceremony at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's really cool. Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing about it. Michael's had his run-ins with the law before. Michael's had some run-ins with the law. Dion's had some run-ins Remember with the law. Remember all the problems he had with the marijuana and all that back in the all, late 90s? Or all kind of problems, you know. But yeah. Jerry Jones is going to go in, and you can believe during this induction ceremony, he's going to say nothing but positive things about him. Yeah. He's going to find some positive things sure. to say about him. Well, you know, one thing that's uh, positive, at least for the players, and I'm not sure it's positive. This is one of those things where it's kind of it's something that's, you know, boy, they're happy about it, but at the same time, you know, then they got another opinion about it. And this time of the year, this is a... a, a, a uh, undecided time of the year for the players. Do I go out? And this is something we might need to, you know, keep an eye on this time of the year. These players now, they're on vacation a couple weeks before they go into camp. Camp's coming up. Maybe on, yeah. Okay, so what they do, many of them go home to be with their family. They go home to be with their family with some friends that they've had for years mm-hmm. and years and years. Somebody who they can trust. Well, yeah, but some of those guys, you know, you got some friends that are kind of shaky characters, you know. And I, many times what happens during this time of the year is when players find themselves getting in a I'll little bit you, of trouble. Yeah, if, if, this, if that was my career, and you know what? They only have, there's only 32 teams with, what, 50 players or whatever it go. is. That's so it. there's only like 1,200, 1,300 uh, guys, men, who 
get into play for the National Football League. And there's a lot of college, uh, you know, college football players who never make it, and that's all they dream of since they're they're playing in, um, you know. What do they call that? Uh, football, pre pee wee football. Well, or those, yeah. Uh, what do they call that? Pop Warner. Pop Warner. Yeah. That's what I think about. And we have Cedric Lyons on the line. Cedric, hi. You're welcome to welcome to the uh, Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man and Ray Ellis. How you doing? How y'all doing today? Good. Hey, Cedric, I, how you I, doing? I'm there? happy to be to to, to kind of listen to the show and chime in a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, you guys were talking about Michael Irvin. What was the positive part about Michael Irvin? Is he actually changed. He turned his life around. He turned a lot of things around that he that he was was doing. So. He should be a role model for those that did get in and do some, make some boneheaded decisions and boneheaded mistakes to say, you know, it's not too late to turn around. And I think that's what Jerry Jones is going to focus on. I don't think Jerry is going to focus on the negative part of Mike. You know, well, I mean, made, why would he do that the whole thing? Well, oh, he's he, a drug well, addict. He, he I mean, he's not going to do that. He won't, but you can believe what's going to happen is when the reporters report Michael's induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they're going to talk about, you the, know, you know gonna, they, the precursor right. is going to be all the negative stuff, right. and then they'll get to the positive. Cedric, but, you know but, what they uh, should do? Yeah, I'm sorry. The media to, to be able to go in and, and, and not and not have that being exploited, but have the positive being exploited, because that's what our, part of our responsibility is. And that's what I and, and that's what I'm trying to say. And I and I asked Paul, and I believe Rich asked no, Paul. And Rich kind of got him upset because of the fact that the, even the, the people in that area they didn't want to hear the negative they're stuff. They're done with it. And, I, and you, no, can't, you can't tell me that the people out here are not interested in positive things. I just don't believe that. See, that's the media, and what he was trying to do was to keep on writing about it to piss more people off. He's not so going to call your show so, anymore. I don't care if he does or not. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of people listening. I don't care about him. The bottom line is he's doing this to get more attention to himself, and the, the, the bottom. Line is nobody really no, cares. No, I, I don't think. No, I, I don't think anybody cares about Pac-Man Jones. Okay, Pac-Man Jones got kicked out of the league for a year, and nobody really cares. I mean, you know, and he keeps on going on and on and on. We've been going on and on about this for two months. Hey, hey Cedric. Yeah. Excuse me for a minute. Uh, I, I just want to ask a question. Okay, uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Dallas. Okay, you calling from Dallas. Uh, what, what do you do there in Dallas? I'm just curious. Uh, I have a sports newspaper. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. What's the name of your paper? Yeah, what's the name of it? Four One One Sports. Four One. Oh, well, I know. Four I, one I know. I know. Yeah, right. You've heard yeah. of that? Okay, well, let me ask you something. Uh, did, do you report on this stuff that's going on with the players? You yourself personally, or are, are you the uh, owner of the paper? Well, I'm both. Okay, they okay. You wear several hats around here. Okay, so uh, uh, how, what percentage of uh, of ink do you give to the uh, to the positive stuff as opposed to the negative stuff? Uh, I give more percentage to the positive than I do to the negative, and the reason why is because you have a lot of high school students here, that are, that are really wanting to get themselves out there, and they're doing a lot of positive things. You get, you, we got AB students that are that are excelling in high school foot, high school sports. So those are things that we, we report on. And not to say that the negative does not get reported on. You have to be biased on both on both ends, and you have to do a 50-50 split. But if a lot of the the information that's, that's out there, like Marcus Spears has a, a nonprofit organization, Jason Terry has nonprofit organizations, uh, Josh. Uh, Chris Boss has a nonprofit organization. Those things are what gets the, gets a lot of print for me because a lot of your parents want to know about that. Well, uh, I, 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 you know, uh, commend you for doing that because I don't think you're like most media and, and they give that much time to them. But uh, certainly, I, I commend you on that. Let me ask you something. What's going on there about down there with Romo? You reporting anything positive on Romo? <laughs> Uh, you know, Roma is only as good as his last fumble. I mean, his last game. <laughs> <laughs> There's a negative. Stuff There's a here. negative. There we go. <laughs> hey, no way. Do you think Dallas is going to do anything this year? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of mess down there with Parcells and all, the whole thing, and you know, it's all kind. Of, and then you get To. I mean, is To still hanging out there? Or did they get rid of him. No, oh, no, To's hanging, hanging in. He's not hanging out. He's hanging in. Oh, he's hanging in. Okay. He's ha- yeah, he's hanging in. 
he's uh, uh he's he's been to the uh, to the their their on the field training. That's what they call them all. Oh, that's that's good. Oh, yeah, let's he's, clap. He's, he's gone to all of those, and um, <laughs> I think I think that uh, wait so for me the jury is still out on Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips didn't do anything in Buffalo, didn't do anything in Denver. So although he has a great defense, and to a player they say the defense is going to be a lot better this year because you know let's just be honest. Uh, um, uh, Bill Parcells really handcuffed the defense last year, and so that's what the players are saying now. And and I still think it's wrong for the players to come out and and, and bash the coach. But hey, you know it is what it is. So well, you know, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do. You, you know what? Yeah, yeah, Cedric Parcells is a good coach, and he really is a good coach. But you know, he's 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 kind of old. You know, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, you need Ray to Gibbs. Get, I mean, huh? Joe Gibbs. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, they they were all great in their day, but you know, it's a, it's about over. This is a new crop of players, new crop of, of people that basically don't even know who they are. Right. And you know, you're coming into a situation where you need a coach that's young and hip, but he's very smart in football and knows how to motivate them. You, and, you know, what I'm glad that the Cowboys do not have to play uh, 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 Phoenix this year. Well, I, oh, you think the Phoenix, you think the Cardinals will beat the Cowboys? Well, really? the Cardinals have always had Dallas's number. Now I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a realist also I'm a I'm a, I'm a cowboy fan but I know what's what like the Cowboys always beat Washington somehow or another the one game that the Car- one playoff game that the Cardinals have ever gone to they want to beat Dallas yeah that's right that's uh, 98 I I was really really thrilled about that that when made Dallas my that made my whole decade the better team huh. Dallas was clearly the better team. Dallas was uh, the better team. Uh, Plummer, Jake Plummer was uh, quarterbacking that team. And I thought, you know what? I really did think, uh, you know what? They might have a chance here. I mean, the spin here was so sickening. I was thrown up every night. I mean, the media was going crazy. And they, and they blew it. Well, you know what, guys? we got to take a break here. But I, I'm going to get something in before we go to break here. It just seems like Phoenix has Dallas's number on everything. Basketball, football, yeah. you name it. You name it. Yeah, Dallas So listen, Phoenix. we're going to take a break here, uh, pay a couple bills, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. And our number one co-host. Amen. And, of course, we'll be back. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, I like that. Hip-hop. Oh, it's more. It's short. Okay. Anyway, uh, you're listening to uh, Ray Ellis Sports, uh, Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man, and of course on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. And uh, we are up and coming in the broadcasting internet industry, and a lot of people are listening. And we're not even in the football season yet. If you'd like to call in, you may do so. 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And, uh, Ray, you, you know, I think, I think, I think, you know, you upset the first guy, and I think I got Cedric right there. I, I, I kind of put one in on him just before we went to break, you know, because I don't know how you guys have done it, but uh, the Valley seems to have something on those folks down here in Texas. I know, man. yeah. It's all, you know what, you know what it was back in the 90s when you were in Philadelphia eating cheesesteaks and getting fat? There you go. Um, you go to a game here, and let's say the Cowboys came into town. Sun Devil Stadium was all Cowboy fans. It was embarrassing. I mean, here's the home team, the Arizona Cardinals, okay? And the stadium's filled with yeah, fans. yeah, but the Cardinals, obviously, obviously those fans didn't help them win the games because they would win. And even with the Mavericks, now, I, you got to admit, this, this basketball season, the playoff, Man, you know, for some reason or another, they just, uh, you know, uh, they couldn't get it done. They couldn't get it done. I don't, you know, Mark Cuban has really taken care of that team, too. Uh, really have uh, paid them well, gave them the best medical care. Yeah, just, talking about basketball, how about the Suns getting Grand Hill? Yeah, well, oh, you know. man, if they don't win the championship this year, I mean, well, forget it. Well, again, you know, we're getting Grant, we're getting a older Grant Hill. We're not getting a Grant Hill that we knew when he was much younger. I think he will contribute, and I look forward to him. You know, he's one of the good guys. Yeah, I don't think, I think Grant Hill is going to be, he's not going to play, you know, a lot. he's going to play, but he's not going to play like he did in Orlando. I think it's going to be cut in half. They want to keep this guy healthy. He does have injury. He's always, he, he has injuries. I mean, last year he played 65 games the year before he played 35. I mean, in round numbers. If he gets hurt, it's going to hurt the Suns big time. If he doesn't, I think they're going to win the championship. I don't think it's going to hurt him because, for one, what he's going to be like he's going to be about the second or third guy off the bench. He's going to be a utility guy. Yeah, you utility. Yeah, so he'll be about the, you know second or third I, guy. I, you know, off the bench, I thought like that I I, you know a lot of people in the blogs on AZ Central and around the state were complaining about it. I thought it was a good move. Hey, you know what I want to get? Let's look at the schedule again. I, I always like to look at the schedule before you know before we get off the air and. You know, you know, we talked to Paul, and Paul talked about the surprise team. I asked him about the surprise team. Uh, that was the, the guy from the Tennessee. Team. Yeah, you the know, guy. and he, he mentioned San Francisco. And, again, you know, that's our number one game, you know. That's the that's the Monday night game. Yeah, and, and that, we talked about this And that's before. the game. These are two teams of which, uh, you know, probably were under the radar before the draft. 
Right. Nobody really thought they probably, but they did very well in the draft. So now they want to, And yeah. now, you know, and they're going to showcase these two teams. And, 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 again, it'll be like it was last year when we lost that Chicago game. game. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we won't lose this game. But this may make, this first game could make or break the season. That's teams. what I've been saying to you. If they lose this game, and let's say it's a close game and they lose it, I, I think the Cardinals are just going to fall apart. Unless Weisenhut can get in there and go, look it. I mean, he has a big job ahead of him. He has to go in there for the start of the Cardinals season on Monday Night Football national telecast. You better win this game. The fans of this city and this state deserve to see the Cardinals win and beat San Francisco. But if they, you know, we had a couple people on uh, a couple weeks ago that, uh, you know, we were doing a one-loss record thing, and uh, out of all those people, on a percentage basis, 75% said the Cardinals will not make it. Well, you know, yeah, they I said, mean, that's what they said. I mean, when we did that little short survey there, you know, we could start off, you know, uh, you know, halfway through the season, we could be something like three and five, you know, after yeah. we went through the whole schedule. Right. But, you know, I, I, I hope it doesn't start off like that. But, you know, Frisco seems to have done a good job in, in getting that team Don't turned say around. Frisco. It's San Fran. you got to say San Fran. Fran. If, you went, to, if you went to San Fran and you said Frisco, yes. they kick you out of town. Uh, well, they're they not going to kick me out of town. Yeah, they'll kick you out. You guys are going to kick me out because I call this the Valley? You know what, you know, yeah. You know what something about San Francisco is? There's no air conditioning there. The how Bay do, air conditions. How, how do you know San about Francisco that? Bay. I know because I was there hanging out. You're hanging out in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, okay. I had a lot of good times in San Francisco. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, the season, uh, the preseason will be starting in August. Uh, we can't wait for the preseason and, of course, the season. And we do have a major announcement to make, which will be coming up very shortly on uh, the Voice America Sports Radio Network. I think you'll be really, really impressed with what has uh, come about in, in, in getting this. Um, I, we're going to be real happy about it. Well, you know, it. I, I'm yeah. pretty. I, I got to say, I'm pretty excited. You know, now that you've told me a little bit you. about, you know, about what this is all about, and I'm excited because, you know, uh, I'm one of those people who certainly can appreciate. It. I can appreciate it from a, for a couple of different reasons, and I won't go into it because I don't want to give it away. But, uh, you know, I am excited about it. I'm really excited about. it. I was excited about it, you know, in in the in the 80s. You know, I'm excited about it now. I mean, this goes and way. I've this, always I've always been excited about, you know, right. when. You mentioned what you mentioned to me. What I mentioned, yeah. This is somebody that uh, everybody in the country. Oh, it's a somebody. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's a somebody. It's a somebody. I'm I'm just laying out little pieces at a time. I'm so excited about it. Anyway, yeah, that'll be happening. We'll be be making a major announcement uh, probably. It'll be something positive, too. Yeah, it's going to be positive, too. That's right. And it's about sports. No DUI about sports. No DUI drunk. and uh, No nothing. It'll be be just just fine and dandy. There'll be no problems. It'll be absolutely excellent. Listen, as I said, I'd like to stay on the podcast. Side. So listen, for all of you sports fans who are out there, listen, uh, the class of uh, 2007 are going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and uh, it's really something exciting. For those of you who've never got an opportunity to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, listen, it's worth the vacation. You know, somehow convince the wife, if you got a son, I know he'd love to go there, but I can tell you this, if you ever get a couple hours to spend, if you're in that area, you got to stop in a pro football Who's Hall Who's going to be inducted this year? Well, I know, you know, for me, you know, it's exciting. I, I, I know that uh, Michael Irving's uh, going to be inducted here. I know that the running back from... Um, from the Buffalo Bills, uh, Thurman Thomas is going to be inducted. Oh, he was, he was a great player. Yeah, I know that uh, uh, Bruce Matthews, you know, and, I, and I, I was fortunate to play with his brother, Clay Matthews, who was, uh, again, he's from SC, and so is Bruce. Uh, uh, Clay played with me uh, in, in Cleveland, you know, and Clay's an outstanding running back. I mean, Clay's an outstanding linebacker. Uh, but his brother Bruce was, a, 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 man, one of the best offensive linemen ever, and that's why he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And there's a couple other guys. Charlie Sanders. Tra- not Charlie. You know, growing up, I remember Charlie Sanders playing 
for, you know, the Detroit Lions, you know, so, you know, Charlie's going in. And I think there's a couple other, I, I don't know if coaches are going in. I, I didn't get the entire list, but, uh, boy, if you can get a chance to get to that Pro Football Hall of Fame Festival. Yeah. And it's, it's not just a one day event. It's, it's, it's a like, whole thing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's like a couple weeks now. You know, he, you know, uh, Sanders retired in 77. That's a long time ago, yeah, yeah. man. Well, don't a lot of people that. don't remember him. Yeah, that was like my, uh, you know, like my uh, first year in college. But I also like to say this too. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, some things that are happening sports wise, there's a young lady from this area, mm-hmm. you know, who uh, was the BMX champion. She's from Gilbert. She's only like 13 or 14. Wow. She may be in the Olympics or something like that. So cool. I wanted to say that. And then I also wanted to give a shout out. There's some things going on in my hometown. The OJs are going to have a special event there. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, money, and, money, money, yeah, money. There you go. They're going to do a special event there, but they're going to recognize uh, and, tri- and, and have a tribute to Gerald LeVert, who's the son of Eddie LeVert from the OJs, who passed away last year. So wow. shout out to all those folks in Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We've got to go now, you know, and this is the part I hate because, fam, man, I'm not going to see you for another week. <laughs> but uh, listen, you've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. Uh, it was a great show. We appreciate Paul calling in, Cedric calling in, and all those other folks who, who've been listening. Continue to listen. And uh, as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. If you want me to stay, I'll be around today. It's will be available for you to see. I'm about to go and then you know for me to stay here. I've got to be made.